captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season two, episode 21 of New Girl, First Date. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher, and I am here with the uh, technologically challenged oh, no. Whitaker. <laughs> it used to be great. That's what you get, Kiwi. Let's just tell people what's going on here. Last week, you asked if we had ever lo- if I had ever lost an episode, and yes. I almost lost that episode. Mm-hmm. This week, we flew too close to the sun. <laughs> Uh, 36 minutes of mostly um i think interesting side chatter for me yes i think i got saved by losing (laughs) losing the podcast why why saved i was telling a lot of stories oh yeah yeah no we had a lot of we had a fun time i'll try and catch the listeners up but we lost it all on my end (laughs) i mean in theory like you know alex did it's 36 minutes so it's not like five minutes where you could do it but what chester once did was like he had his audio but we lost mine and so he imitated my voice and like tried to and basically remembered what I had answered. You think I had good proposed that? that to Brian once because I think we lost one side of the audio. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when you tell personal stories and then at the end you're like, oh, I probably like told a little too much personal information. So I'm not like so anxious to re-release. It's funny. I never. Maybe I'm better at just like self-policing from the start, but I it never really. Oh, really? Because you've asked me to edit some things out before. I know, I know, I know, but <laughs> that's true. But I, I rarely, like, I would not have cared. Like, I had a, a joke the first time that I won't say that. Like, you probably would have said like I should have cut. Like, I had made a reference, and you probably thought like, "Ooh, I don't know why you said that." Too, too topical. I wasn't gonna cut it out, but <laughs> you, I was but like you didn't you. like it in real time. You were no, I mean, and now, and now like, you... like no one will know what that is unless they subscribe to our Patreon, which is fifty dollars a month, <laughs> which is um, which is infinity dollars. Someone Venmo's me a hundred bucks. I'll tell you what the reference. Absolutely. Was. Now, um, all right. So what they missed? <laughs> Let's just tell everyone what they missed. Um, main thing is like, <laughs> no, some no, we're pe- gonna redo the podcast. We're not gonna okay, just fine. like. Okay, so you don't want to you don't want me to, you don't want me to go. I mean, you want to digest the first thirty six minutes, so we could just skip to where we were. No, I don't think we should do that. I think we should go through it like on like two and a half speed. Okay, exactly. And if you think any stories were particularly worth telling, you let me know, and we'll find. Okay, and fine. then you can digest my stories. Yeah, but like I don't want people to feel bad, but they did miss some good stuff. <laughs> You're such an ass. Why don't we just do five minutes of us telling you, you guys have no idea how good this it podcast tra- was, yeah, it and then like, just end the podcast? Yeah, it would have like completely changed how people think about podcasts. It would have broken the internet for sure. Mm-hmm. Kiwi, do you remember who wrote this episode? Uh, yeah, J.J. Philbin. We did a whole thing about Regis. That's that's her dad. <laughs> Regis is, is her dad. and Direct, Directed by Lynn Shelton. Yeah. Oh, Lynn Shelton no longer with us passed during the pandemic. R.I.P. Lynn Shelton. I think Mar- I called J.J. Philbin DDS, which Mark, was probably yeah. inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Mark, yeah. Mark Marin's uh, girlfriend, Lynn Shelton. And then uh, it aired April 4th, 2013. Yeah. In the uh, phone era. We did a, a lot on phones. It was a, <laughs> a solid 12-minute chunk on, like, what kind of phones we had. Maybe that wasn't the best part, but, like, yeah, it was interesting to me. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. And I'm not worried about that. The grief, I, I aired a grievance about the Jude and phones. Yeah, that was good. That, that was stuff just therapy. was good. You think I should do it again? Yeah, I'd like summarize it for, for the listeners. We're breaking the cardinal rule of losing a podcast and re-recording and that we're doing way too much like you had to be there. And only the two of Is us Is that a there. cardinal rule? I think when you re-record a podcast, you should not acknowledge that you're re-recording it because to the listeners they don't know anything like that it's dead baby it's gone it's in the past you're living in the past man mm-hmm. you're hung up on some podcasts it's in the dps in the 60s, the man. dead podcast society forget me for you should forget it you're living in the past man you're hung up on some clown from the 60s man we shouldn't bring it back yeah wow you're really again just the king of insensitive uh, parallels today I won't say that one in the third record that we do. <laughs> God. Um, so, no. So the, a big setup this episode, is, or a big one of the funnier things this episode. Actually, you have to give the digest before we get into this. Okay. Um, 
Oh, oh, so basically, to sum it up again. Stop emphasizing. That it's <laughs> dead to, it well, I'm in again. No, it I'm in again. It never existed. You never did it. It didn't happen. Uh, Start fresh. Um, no, I meant again like I summarized last week and two weeks ago and three weeks oh, ago. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I sincerely apologize. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Apology accepted. Um, the Okay, so basically the episode's called First Date, and Jess and Nick sort of go on a first date. It might be a first date to them. It might not. We don't really ever know what it is. Guess who also shows up on the first date? Russell. Doesn't really have a huge impact. Maybe he'll show up again. Um, uh, a more impactful, uh, shocking cameo returnee. It's not Regis Philbin. But it's Tran, the guy from the bench. Ooh, I, I let out a noise. Can you describe the noise I let out when I saw Tran for the first time? Woo! Yeah, it was like that. It nailed it. You nailed it. Um, I was listening. Mm-hmm. Does Nicole Byer show up on the show? Probably not. She's not really famous by the time it ends. Speaking of nailed it. Um, and then Winston and Schmidt, they have their own subplot that deals with uh, some unhoused people and... Eh, doesn't really work for me. Uh, it doesn't. And also, the storyline does not really overlap at all with um, our A storyline of the date between Nick and Jess. And also, um, you know, we oh, you know, what we got into that we probably won't, but but uh, made me laugh. Like that, we just got into this. Why is how is Jess teaching? Jess is in the classroom. We don't know what her job is. Um, okay. That's bad. All I have to say big, on that. You're blowing a big part of our discussion. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, you know, to speed it up. And uh, anything you know what else would have really sped it up. Yeah. Not losing your audio. Well, I mean, I, I am checking now. It hasn't stopped recording. I didn't notice that 48 seconds into the podcast, my audio stopped recording because <laughs> I was focused on having conversation with my friend, well. my very good friend. <laughs> oh, you know what we missed. Oh, the no. most iconic, we didn't address it, which was, I think, the best part about it is that we didn't address it, is that you and I hit the Yosef mm, at, at the same exactly time. the same yeah, time. That is true. This is lost, now the first time we're talking about that. Lost, lost to history. Lost to history. Ooh. It never happened. Again, it never happened. We're going to get did, out of yeah. this. I did we a few minutes on parenting among us. That probably people are thrilled that we lost. <laughs> officially doing a podcast on a podcast that's okay that's okay i mean we didn't really talk about the the show new girl much oh, for a change in the no but we listen we get in there we talk about new girl it's not like some meta thing where we never talk about the show we could get there no i think we're <laughs> we take this very seriously this is a new girl recap show we want to be number one in new girl mm. that's the old guy stuff <laughs> all right so the big bit that I think is one of the funnier parts of the episode, honestly, is one charger in a neutral room to bring them all together. Um, mm-hmm. we, we kind of decided collectively that it's, it's more layout-based than activity-based. Yes. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. We said our charger, I think we both said, would be in the kitchen, our, our universal charger. Uh, my big complaint is that we're always short a charger, even though they have like way more charges than phones in this house. There's always kids missing chargers and then they take our chargers and then our chargers are missing and then different pieces go in different things and it's it's always a disaster how many of your kids have phones uh the two girls have regular i think they have like nice iphones like nicer than me Whoa. and then well, noam has us. like uh yeah like a nokia um he has a nokia uh like that just answers calls so he could just call and say like mom please pick me up from my friend's house or from school is he crushing snake notebook. on the nokia i don't even th- i don't even know if it has snake that's a good question if he's crushing snake we used to we had a snake tournament um in 2001 when i was uh when i was abroad for the year we had a snake tournament because that was the only thing that phones had back then this is like when my dad used to talk about playing pong and we're like cool not mm-hmm. like beer pong like dong dong like the two the original video game mm-hmm. um i'm more interested in if snake would entertain noam with all of i think he would i i think kids do appreciate old games more than more than you'd think like i don't think they play them every all day every day but i think like if you gave a kid pac-man they'd like it stuff like that that was you know nba yeah, jam okay is, is that, that what pac-man movie. sounds like hold on <clears throat> it's like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You nailed it. 
Exactly. This original content, baby. We have not discussed this already. No, there was no Pac-Man talk in the in the first thirty-seven. Minutes I thought about bringing up Snake, and I let it go. And now I'm glad I left it for this time. Yeah, <laughs> all of our regrets. Some... Anything that was bad, we're not re-mentioning. Anything that was good, we will burn that into the ground. We'll. Keep you know what's it. the you know the holiday where you like you do the harvest, but you leave some stuff in the corners of your field. Uh yeah, shmita. Mm, <laughs> that does not sound familiar to me. Oh, yeah, like tithing. and Well, the act is tithing, but yeah. Well, no, you leave, like, some grain in the corners. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. That's what I just did. I didn't bring up Snake just <laughs> in case we needed something for the That's next. A good, that's really inside baseball. <laughs> well, we're Jews. Allie from the editing room. Shout out to my Hebrew school education for me remembering that. Not a holiday, just like a, uh, like a something you're supposed to do per... Uh, the religious text back to the show. <laughs> um, all right. So Nick uh, does a little reach across the table, grabs Jess's upper boob. Matt Stewart wants to know what's the most underrated part of the boob. Oh my God. I Mostly have to answer this just again. Oh, I have like a 12 minute in-depth answer. No, I'm just kidding. I completely ignored the question last time. Wow. You pranked you. No, cause it's a prank. Mostly just ask. Cause it Prank'd would make Akiba nervous if yeah. it was asked. Oh, I did a great prank in the last episode. See, yeah. I wish at least when we lose an episode, we both go in like and we do some of the same bits and we act like they're anew. This is how you know that Akiva could never script a podcast because he cannot participate within the bounds of Why do think we should? I, I mean, maybe that's true, but I also like I don't think that's that's not my philosophy. I'd rather do It would be so annoying if I were listening to a podcast and all they did was like this on this other podcast you didn't have access to. We talked about No, this. people would kill for access to to the first one they want to know that's the point know. and they can't have it so it's annoying. well we're trying to give it to them again um <laughs> what prank you did you did prank me you pulled a great prank on me what we'll was it again get, we'll get to it later if you don't remember it i'll be able to use it again oh you're gonna bring me the same prank again wow well, that's a threat <laughs> let's see let's see okay. if i'll be able to do it yeah i didn't ask that and then we got into the whole thing about why chester picked this episode did he want to like rank boob parts or something but because <laughs> okay, no. chester was supposed to be on this episode we haven't mentioned that and then i he, think chester um was like i'll come in wherever so i probably without even looking at the, what the episode was slotted mm -hmm. him into like i try to keep two or three episodes in between guests uh, I don't think he picked this episode, although he you are the glue between me and Chester. And we often talk about that. So mm -hmm. it's not totally the George crazy. and Elaine only talking about Jerry. Yeah, except true main character like energy Elaine for Kramer. Uncle TV. It's, it's George and Kramer because I'm George. He's Kramer. You're also George. That's why this is a two George podcast. It doesn't work. Yeah, George and George. <laughs> well, what's <laughs> Brian? What's I'm Brian? independent, George, in your relationship, George. Ah, I got it. I got it. Am I eating mangoes? And like getting smart. I, uh, those are two different things. Oh, he doesn't. He when he doesn't eat mangoes to get smart, or oh, he, what well, is he? He, eats he mango. abstains. He abstains to get smart. He Sorry. eats mango, and that brings his juices back. Oh no, that's not me. Right. Okay. He abstains, and he gets smart. Okay. Neither fine, of which enough. really need to concern you at this point. I feel not, like in our no, not really, quote unquote. not really, not really. And who's Brian? I think Brian's more of the Jerry. He's got main character energy. Well, I mean. You're really putting yourself in the role. Like, what do you mean he's got main? You think he's not on the show? It's like a, that's what the kids say nowadays. Main character. No, I hate energy. that. I hate. I have I to don't, teach you. I have to teach you everything about youth culture. No, I don't. You're give a balding, thirty-seven-year-old. I don't care about appealing to your Renap garbage audience. Okay, so what Renap? My youth, Renap is a bunch of like the listeners are a bunch of like. 32-year-olds. I, I don't need to get There's educated. The, you think the kids, that's what the kids are doing these days? I don't need to, to get Renap? educated by the, the TikTok Nicole and uh, Phil T. I don't need to learn about the youth culture. It's just That's just living. It has nothing to do with Renap. Mm, <laughs> I'm just on Twitter all day. That's how I know this stuff. All right. Well, I'm happy, I'm happy for you. Mm -hmm. You stay young. Hey, look, you have kids that you have to connect with. I don't have to connect with the kids. I mean, they. I don't think like kids want their dad speaking like modern slang, like, like uh, you know, somebody being like, "Not the spaghetti again," and everyone's like high fiving me. 
Well, that's, that, that would be how an adult would normally use the phrase, not, yeah. not spaghetti again. That's but not. it would be like not, you know, a lot of people. No, it would be like, like not nacha. Mara making spaghetti again. Not, not mom making spaghetti again. And then like me looking for high fives for my daughters. <laughs> and then your wife's like, you're on the couch. Like, yeah. You like, make something. For sure. Burn the pasta again. You mm-hmm. brute. <laughs> did I talk about burning the, did I talk about? Um, yes. Yeah, I talked about that. The, the pasta. No, not the soup. I'm not talking the soup story for the thousandth time. No, I the bur- I just I referenced you burning the pasta. That's what I knew from. But uh, no, my dad when I would be in the car with him and I'd put on like Z100, the the hot, new hotness of the time, mm-hmm. and my dad would like turn it up and go, "Ooh, this is my favorite song." And he would do. I'm doing it, but you can't see me. Is he, he would being do facetious? like you know, like um, like the like the hand jive where you have the two fists bump each other on top, like one on top of the, like the mashed potato. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. So he would, like, move in slow motion sort of to the beat and, like, do that in slow motion. Like, move his fists up and down and go, ooh, yeah, this is my favorite song. And it would be like, Dad, oh, it's so embarrassing. (laughs) So that would be like you being like, ooh, not Ariana playing this, whatever, like... Allie from the editing room, something didn't sit right with my description of... uh, my dad's dance. I googled the mashed potato and from a very informative video from Cool Cats R Us, uh, I could definitively tell you that it was not the mashed potato. Uh, so sorry for the false description. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That didn't make the first podcast. It's the <laughs> blank for me. Can I get away with that? <laughs> it's, the, it's the spaghetti for me, Ima. <laughs> High five. High fives all around. Let's go. You do, do you not drop any of your new knowledge on them? No. I mean, first of all, Elle is not like I, – I mean, she's on TikTok all day, so she probably does know this stuff, but she doesn't, like, speak like that. Adira knows all the – all the. <laughs> I'm throwing it back. <laughs> she, said, she said something about something being lit, and it was some music, and then um, that got me and Mara started singing that lit song, My Own Worst Enemy. It's like, oh, I know a song that's lit, and then Mara, like, joined in with me. <laughs> that's cute. They were just uh, – do you know that song? The one that's like, don't the the pink song? No, the lit. It's by lit. It's literally by the band Lit. That's why the oh, joke. No, you guys are much older. Something than me. my oh, she's freaking. All right, this is gonna be a third one without me. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, did I? Ma- oh, I mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned on the last one. My wife said I'm 40 and I'm playing video games, even though I'm not even close to 40. You gotta. Uh, you either have to commit and tell the full story or just let the story go. Well, there wasn't. That's the whole story. Is that she saw no, me the playing? The story Among is you're playing Among Us. Mm-hmm. And no one was in the other room with P- Power Rangers on, and you were pretending to be bonding with your son. No, I was and she bonding. she was like, you're playing this video game, and you're 40 years old, and you were like, I'm not 40. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yelled at her. Wait, you don't know that song? I bet if you heard it, you'd, you'd Sing it. Uh, because it's not even that old, I don't think. Sing it. Oh, yeah, this is from 1999. I apologize. Um, can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? Didn't, I didn't mean, mean to, to call, call you, that. you that. See, uh, come on, you're calling me old, but that's. I didn't know is... it was called lit. Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. My own worst enemy. Please um, tell me why. Imagine someone's driving right now. They're like, just gonna plow into traffic on purpose. God forbid! Oh my well, god. Rather than hear me sing. Well, no, I don't condone that for our great listeners. No, obviously you can't, can't afford to spare was a single jinx. Listener. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> can't afford one. <laughs> yeah, we need listeners to like make more listeners. I do like go out. Yeah, seriously. Speaking of which, we I feel like we did lose a good portion of our audience because you took a month off. <sighs> you don't think they came back? <laughs> no, I could see. I could see that they didn't come back. Jeez. Well, now we have. To, how do we trick them into coming back? Well, no, we just tell listeners to tell you don't. You, Everyone you has accidentally to pitched a really good strategy, which is yes. just like tell your friends, not like actually clone people and make if, them listen. If everyone forces one, we didn't like lose half our audience, did we? Mm, I think we lost like like a fifth of our audience. Probably, Jeez. I would say. All right, so if everyone tells one person to listen, then we will now have more than we had originally. But tell them to listen to the next week's episode because I feel like this is fine. This, this is, is at this one. point, this is good. For you, I'm not. There's more of an. Do you, do you think of episodes as like a Kiva episode, Zanali episode? There's more of an Akiva episode. Okay, let's go. No, I think it's there are episodes that are Akiva and Ali episodes, and there are listener episodes, and this is more of an Akiva and Ali episode. Ah, one for us, one for them. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Well, hold on. Let me. 
Let me check. Make sure I'm still recording. Okay, you are still recording. Agent. Perfect. So let's let's. We, you mentioned before in the digest that Jess is at school. We don't know where she got this job. We don't know why she's at school. We certainly don't know why Cece's there. But I would rather Cece be there and them not explain it and her get this funny yeah. line out than be out of the episode again twice. We didn't in a row. see. We didn't see Cece last week at all. Try right. saying that ten times. Well, fast. we did. We wait. Was last week the fish episode? No. Oh that yeah, was no, Chicago. it was uh, Chicago. Was oh, maybe Chicago. we saw her in the. No, we didn't see her even in the first scene, right? We saw we, her barely in the fish episode, not at all in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And now we see her with one of the greatest lines to me, which is, "Would you describe this as a sex act?" I would describe that as the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance, which she also thinks is kind of sexual. Well, that's her business. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to Tran. You were excited to see Tran. We established uh-huh. Woo! that. <laughs> Yep. Um, and he suggests take her on a date. Silent powerhouse. Now, what wait, do you think make... Tran is really suggesting it, or is he just inferring it? Because Tran doesn't speak for the people who only there listen. is not enough time to go into what you think your theories are on Tran. Can people okay, see him? Can Nick hear him? Do oh, you think he's fake? Connection? You think he's I, fake? I think there's a lot of theories that are reasonable about Tran. Okay. Well, you know, we said, what was my prediction on will we see Tran again? I don't remember. Yeah. Let us know. All right. What did you think? Matt Stewart uh, gave us the quote of Nick asking Jess out. Dirty J, Dr. Day, my toilet sister, if so, food. Gross. Gross. I, I then mean, we, oh, yeah. We, did, we, we talked about um, ask people out, which I have not done since. Let's be natural, and I'll just tell offer the story. We don't have to keep saying. What, can I tell you something I didn't tell, though? And then okay. you'll tell yours. Uh, I asked Mara, um, we were on a roller, co- I, I went our first like real day because we met at a summer camp. And so we were just like hung out every, hang out every day. But then we took a day off together and we went to some amusement park. We went to Dorney Park, I think, which was like Classic relatively Classic New Jersey. Or yeah. is it Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, I think. But yeah, it was like only an hour from or an hour and change from camp. So we just went the two of us. So like, I guess ostensibly it was a date. But then I like sort of asked her out like, like more of like a formal thing. Uh, as we were going up like a big roller coaster that was going to have a, a, a monster drop, which I was already like peeing my pants because I, I realized when we got there, I hate roller coasters and I was like petrified and I would never go on them normally. But like I couldn't bring her to this park and then be like on a first date and be like, hey, I'm afraid of roller coasters. She would just like <laughs> left me there. I already threw our tickets in the garbage before we got to the main gate because I thought we were already in the park and I had to fish through <laughs> the garbage for them. So it was like not a great start. But then. But and then she told me later she pretended not to hear me. She's like, I thought she didn't hear me because we was like very loud on the roller coaster when we were like going so up. So she one of those, didn't like, want to go out with you. Well, she, I guess she wasn't ready to answer, so she just said pretended not to hear me. Okay, this is a great story. So wait, so how did you get her at Dorney Park? Well, we needed something to do for a day off, and like, so she agreed to go with me. I'm sure I was paying, and uh, like, she was new. To, like I'd been there before she was new to the camp she probably didn't have like better offers like I, her best offer for a day off was like this dork got a friend who you know like who lent them their car most people don't have a car in camp so like we could go on a fun day you know you get one day off a week there's seven days so like uh you know we could uh I said let's go to Dorney Park that was like it was a good pitch you know it's like how's she gonna say no to that so what did you say were you like were you asking her to be like your girlfriend or you were like can I, I think I was saying dinner? like I like you or something something along those lines like I want to date you I like you and then I'm like how oh shoot like why did I pick this while we're going up like a 200 foot hill that's like crunk, dunk, dunk, and then we're about to go on this big drop and I'm like well I'm, I might like pee myself poop myself like just die I don't know like <laughs> Like, this might be it for me. So I was like, my last words could be like, this hey, is very cute. So, mm-hmm. so she pretended not to hear you. Now you got a big matzo ball out there yeah. for the rest of the huge the matzo ball. When did you, did you try to re up? Did you try to do it again in a quiet space or you took the hint? I think I like didn't play God. Maybe deep down I knew she heard and didn't want to say anything. <laughs> but. Um, I, I think she must have told me later that she pretended not to. Probably the next time she was mad at me, she said, oh, I had heard, and I didn't say anything. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember, like, when it came up again. I mean, listen, we're married, so I know how the story ends. I just don't remember what happened. Yeah, no, I'm less interested in that. <laughs> I, I, we're all aware. All right, well, that's a cute story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the grains in the core. You love some grains And by the, the way, too. yeah, and we, yeah, we did not, I, we didn't talk about that one on the last one, so. <sighs> all right, we've officially made it to where we left before. Mm-hmm. Trimming out a clean... Well, the, ki- the kitchen stuff was very good. You complaining about your mom's 
house phone also was really good stuff. It was long, but it was like, that was a good rant. Stuff. I mean, I can tell the story. We don't need tell to it. act tell like it. it's tell dead it. to the world. But I just, I'll tell it like next week. Don't put me Fine. on the spot. We <laughs> could, this could have been more natural. I, I don't, we don't like to work in the same way. That's true. Hold on. Siri, remind Allie next week <laughs> to tell you can put story about her mom or her mom's uh, house phone situation. Would you like to tell the story? No, I don't. I don't want to like speak for the Jude. You know, I'd like. No, you're speaking for me. Let's see if I could remember it next. Week. Yeah. No, there, I think you're afraid because you weren't listening. Oh, I listened to the whole thing. I liked it so much. I brought it up. Tell the story. Basically, like you call your mom. She makes you call her back on the house phone, <laughs> yeah, that's which is it. nuts. That's the story. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like frustrating and then i'm like imagine the freaks that call her on the house phone <laughs> well it's really the idea that i have to place two calls when i don't even want to be calling is is i think that's the punchline yeah you call her cell phone and she's in the house she'll give you a can you call me in the house and if you call the house and she's not there you get the voicemail then you got to call the cell phone anyway so you always have to make a second phone call i always have to make she's never home i always have to make a second phone call i always pick the wrong one and I'm, you know, I'm getting justice charged now the second time I'm telling it. Yeah. Number three, but we'll we'll add some twists. It's extremely frustrating. That's it. And she's the only person on the face of the earth. I don't understand. I don't understand why she can't. But you're a big phone, phone person, house. right? I love it. I'm on the phone. Because I never want to be. on the phone the, hours a day. not a pandy. You can't get away with it. Wait, was that this <laughs> podcast or last podcast when we talked about slang? That was this one, right? <laughs> oh, my God. You can't get away with pandy. I've called, um, I was on the phone with Melissa today for a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big phone person. I like a warning before I get called. Like, can I call you? And then you could call me. I usually do that to you. Oh, yeah, you do. I, 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 but, like, uh, most people, I don't even let call me. Most people, I'll ignore it when, if they say that. But I have said to, like, Jonathan Foreman, for example, like, he knows. Mm -hmm. Like, if I call you and you can't answer, don't answer. Like, I don't care. Send me right to voicemail. Like, I'm not, yeah. like whoa like i could see someone out to dinner and call them and watch them look at the phone and then hit ignore it and i would not get mad not offended either what i will yeah what what i will do is if someone calls me honestly i will not answer 90 percent of the time especially if it's like an old person who shouldn't be calling which is a lot of, like fantasy football and they're like older and like they're just like phone calls i'll be like hey uh can't speak but happy to text or listen to your voice note busy at work well, no one can believe that. No, I mean, yeah, I, clearly that's like a huge lie. But it's like you almost want to let them know that you're lying. So it's like, all right, don't do this again. All right. So Nick is going to Schmidt for date clothing advice, which is music to Schmidt's ears. He's been waiting his whole life for this. Uh, yes, Schmidt. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is very exciting. Schmidt is thrilled to dress up Nick. I love the when someone says, who are you wearing tonight? You do a twirl and say, Schmidt. <laughs> Where's Schmidt? Um, Where's Schmidt? I can relate because I think I have to hide like two of the three, two to three of the four things that Schmidt says Nick has to hide based, you know, your your mileage may vary on debt. Where he's cheap, heavy drinker, uh, broke, and an anger problem. I'm not cheap. Yeah. The would you be would you be uh, offended if someone called you cheap? Yes, because I'm not cheap. Who would call me cheap? You're not. I've cheap never at been all. called cheap in my life. Really? An anti-Semite would call me cheap. <laughs> someone who like didn't know you and just assumed she's cheap. That would yeah. So that's how you know someone's anti-Semite if they call you cheap. cheap. I bought you lunch when you. I don't. I'm not calling you cheap. How can you even suggest oh that somebody would call me cheap? I'm a jerk to you. You're gonna bring up this big salad every time now. There was a big fight with um. <laughs> There was a big fight in my, amongst my law school friends over whether frugal was an insult. Well, frugal, you, a lot of times you're calling yourself frugal. No, he called someone frugal and she was upset by it. And he tried to spin it off as it was a compliment. Was it like and charged he, in any way? He knew it was an insult, was <laughs> but he was trying to say, you're frugal. Other, other, we shouldn't get into this. Are there other groups that are known for being cheap? These were two Jews. This was not a. But do, uh, is there another group that's like? I, I guess we shouldn't I even answer. No I have no idea. But I'm it's not like a weird to thing. These no, neither am I. Neither am well, I. Well, you've demonstrated some. Well, I know, but I also don't know. Like, I just truly don't know the answer. I've never. Anyway, um, so they maybe, were offended. Maybe Fru you old should never people? call. Yeah, old people. That's a good point. Old people are frugal. I don't know. Yeah, you should never call someone frugal. 
Okay, so you think it's a bar none an insult? I wouldn't say bar none. You could say it in a context where, like, yeah, he's really frugal. That's why he has so much money. You could be like, mm, oh. I think frugal has a negative connotation. I think I you say careful with money in the right situation, or you say um, really but even smart. careful with money means, like, when we go out to eat, they never offer to buy drinks or they never offer Writes to- me a check for nineteen forty-five. <laughs> I think it would be, like, smart with money. That's what I say to my brother. He's not, ah. he's not cheap. He's very smart with money. Okay, but you're not you're not smart with money. No. Okay, I don't think I'm smart. That's with why money I'm taking under. your ass to lunch when you have yeah, plenty of it. I don't think I'm smart. See, now you're making me seem like I, oh, next time it's on me. Hopefully, it'll be a next time. <laughs> you <laughs> say it like that. Well, I mean, hopefully, like I don't Was know. Is that about we'll, the state of the world or the state of us? Well, the state of I think like if we if this podcast doesn't record, we may just give up. Like, all right, yeah. We no, if this podcast run. doesn't record, I'm never see. I'll do another f- tight five minutes, and I'll be like, even I could never speak. Again. Oh, I did listen to the old podcast this week. Oh, okay. Very and enjoyable. Did you listen to the Chester one? I can't. I I'm I'm not up to that yet. I'm not. You up have to. to that's the most. I will. Important. I will. I will. But I'm I'm not up to that full one yet. But I what do you mean you're not it. up to it? Well, first of all, the show makes me mad. Like I know it's such a scam. I'm I'm set up about the idea that it exists. But just listen to us talk about it then, okay, and then we'd like you to weigh in. We're talking we about unorthodox be, for people. We're gonna reconvene. You listen to the podcast and then take some notes, and me, you, and Chester will reconvene. I don't know if there's demand episode. for a reconvenience. There is. So many people wrote to us. First really? of all, imagine you listening to Supply and Demand with 32 fans. Come on. And second of all... Alex and I we- argue all the time because Chester will hear one piece of feedback, and he'll be like, everyone says we should stop doing this. And it's like, no, I know it was the sa- I got the same message as you. It was one person. And he'll be like, no, there was 12 people. Provide me evidence, Alex, that there was 12 people. I think said, you, you should know. just... That's very you with Renap. Like, just do what you guys want to do. And that's what like I say. It. No, that's what I say. Like, I know what's better than one random listener. If okay, so the whole point it, of this yeah. is... Let's reconvene. You can put it on Patreon only. It'll be just for us, honestly, for fun. And it'll be a good companion piece because I think a lot of. But really I have to watch the show people, then, no? A lot of from people like you mm-hmm. were like a little upset that like I think Chester wasn't like isn't like a religious enough to like weigh in or of the world enough. So it you was think like Chester's me, not religious enough to I'm weigh in? I'm telling you what people I think some feedback we got was wow. in a respectful and reasonable way is that I think. Chester admittedly said that you are more to the right than him. It's not. Of, it's not to the right. See, he thinks it's that. But what we realize. I don't mean in, politically. I just no. Mean oh like, no. Like, I know. Of course not. No, no. 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 You mean religiously? But like the. But what he. Um, but really, it's because he grew up in Minnesota, which is like growing up on the moon with banana. Right. I mean, do you mind if I ask? Mara wears a, a wig, right? Or covers her hair and yeah, doesn't well, wear she doesn't pants? Yeah, u- she doesn't usually wear a wig. She wears, like, a bandana, usually. Okay, so head coverings. But sometimes like a- it's a wig, yeah, if it was, like, a formal occasion. Where and you she doesn't be wear pants. Uh, outside, inside the house, she wears pants, not outside the house. Correct. Right, okay. So even She'll just wear pants, alone, like, under a skirt, yeah. I think, like... There's an insight that would be valuable that if mm-hmm. the three of us were there, even the two of you, I was only mm-hmm. there as a sub, yeah. would have been added to. I think Chester and I did as best we could. Chester obviously has a huge wealth of knowledge and perspective. I'm not trying to say he's like comparable to me at all, mm-hmm. no. but you would have been a valued voice there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And so I think it would be interesting. I think it would really complete the package to have you speak to it even if it's 10 minutes i would be curious to hear your thoughts okay. on it i'm happy to i'm happy to do that now that i hear that and i don't think you have to watch it watch one episode you know and then listen to us talk we like summarize the key points yeah um i yeah i was just like uh i don't know i always feel like stuff like that's fake all right how is the product placement speaking of fake did that did you pick up on the product placement what's the product placement no oh the ford escape baby they keep oh, yeah, running yeah, back and yeah. forth like why does nick have to go take a suit off and and show you the great feature of you put your you put your foot down so if you're holding groceries the trunk opens what do you think ford's paying for this i never know remember the whole modeling gig they did yeah yeah was that ford too yeah Wow, Ford, they have a great relationship with New Girl, the Ford company, Ford Motor Company. Um, but all right, so they go on the date. Mm-hmm. Uh, in quotation marks, the date. Well, I feel bad for this. Although this, I would say this happened to me mm-hmm. with the Gentile quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Where like the first official date we went on, mm-hmm. it was like such a big production for him. And I was like, oh. Like, this you're in, is a, kind of you're a in a t-shirt, he's wearing a suit. 
literally, I was, I was wearing jeans and like a nice shirt because mm -hmm. Ann Arbor casual. First of all, that would be appropriate here in New York, but like they joke that like Ann Arbor formal is New York casual. Right. And he enjoyed wearing a suit jacket and a tie. So there were times where we were dating and he would wear a suit jacket and I would be in jeans and like boots and a sweater and he would be in like a suit and tie and I'd be like, oh, hey. <laughs> but um, a suit and tie guy. So, yeah, producer Kelly said, Allie, how annoyed would you be if you were surprised by a date at a fancy restaurant? You were wearing a ringer tee. Am I projecting? I would be so pissed. So yeah, I, I she thought they so were going to like a hot dog stand. Well, yeah, street. like, and I think it's unjust, right? He gives her the address of a restaurant, and she's, like, so not used to Nick that she doesn't even give him the benefit of the doubt. And, and you know, it's a little, and it, it plays for laughs, but Jess is constantly dressed up. Like, what Jesse normally wears with her, like, skirt and sweater and bows would have been fine at this restaurant. And for some reason, we see her in, like, a softball uniform. Yeah, it's it's tricky. First of all, I'm shocked you're going on on dates with suits and suit and tie guys, but that's a whole other story. You've seen the Gentile. You're not uh, surprised by that. I guess. I guess that makes sense. His suit and tie guy. Um, Missy I'm, saw a picture of him and said, "I thought he was a professor." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, anyway, um, yeah, that's a, it's rough. Like the, the show does it well. Like Jess is like you know widely underdressed for what Nick's wearing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a miscommunication. Do you think that – so Jess doesn't think it's a date and Nick does? Well, that's that's the premise of it is that yeah. – in fair, I, I mean, I guess in fairness, Nick is like, uh, food, question mark? And she's like, oh, you want to get food later? Sure. I, I do think a woman in this – or anyone in this push-pull situation where he's grabbing her boob one day and, like, running away and asking her to get food the next mm – -hmm might consider, might have a conversation that, again, cut for time with Cece, like, is this a date Nick just asked me to get food? Right. I remember right. this with the Gentile where he was like, do you want to hang out later? And I sent uh, the red alert emojis, the little sirens, to a group of girlfriends and mm -hmm. was like, he just asked me to hang out. Or, like, he just asked me to get dinner. Like, there's no way this wouldn't no like, one said at run? least move the needle for her. Look, we don't need to get into it that seriously. Sorry. I'm just comparing <laughs> the situations. Um, so, someone yeah. should have told him to run. True. I, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, it's tricky. Is this a date? That, you know, people have been arguing that since the beginning of time. Cavemen were like, is this a date? Are we going to their cave and, like, are we supposed to? You know, I don't know. Um, wow. <laughs> Melissa. That was from the first podcast. One of the worst dating profiles I've ever seen in my life. And this guy's name is listed as Jerry, and his job is listed as Vandalay Industries. Oof. And his – can I read you this profile? I know please, this is so please. out of it, but it's insane. Please. He's got one picture with his cat – so one of Missy's things is that apparently a lot of guys have cat scarves, she calls them, and it's, like, not enough that they have cats, but they, like, drape them around their necks. So, like, randomly throughout the day, I'll just get a text from her, and it will be, like, a guy with a cat on his neck. And I'm like, I've never seen this. Oh, so it's, it's a like, literal – it's not a guy with a cat who wears a scarf. It's literally a cat. No, it's, like, a cat draped across his neck. So are you Are you got, swiping left on all cats? Cat people to begin with if they've got a cat scarf i'm swiping left if okay, they fine. have a cat uh, whatever like mm -hmm. but this is crazy so this is no smokers if you smoke even one cigarette a year i'm not interested <laughs> also not so wait what she wrote was imagine making this profile and also thinking you could be this demanding of the other right. person so also you should not be like no ca no cats if you look at one cat per year <laughs> swipe left also, not looking for pen pals. Real meets and exchange numbers after a few messages. Love, LUV, fitness, slash wellness, and living a healthy and active lifestyle. I often find the people who write that are the least healthy people. I also love to eat. I am a skilled cook and enjoy preparing Ugh. healthy yet tasty meals. After work, you can find me. At the gym, working on my boxing skills. If I get sharp enough, I will try to accomplish a life goal of doing an amateur fight before I get too old. Uh, How old narrator. are you, man? He was already too old. <laughs> Swipe right if you understand the cadence of conversation. If you decide to engage, be engaging. Favorite mm. quality in a person. Ready for this? The holy trinity of humility, genuine, and knowing whom you are mm. and if, being if secure I, with I, yours. I like, if I was you at this point, I'd be a lesbian. Like I think it's in the middle of this profile. Secure with yourself, but it's cut this off. It's terrible. But like, to, to use whom, knowing whom you are but and saying 
and having this like lack of agreement, humility, genuine, and knowing whom you are, like, and not have a job listed, like, dear God, and the cat scarf, like, what an absolute. What do you think his job is? Can we like, uh, can we guess what his job is? Uh, I, I don't even like. I don't know a job where he has time to just box all day. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that's rough. That is rough. I, I think people who are that demanding in general are also like probably bad, bad boyfriend material. Oh, are, no shit. This is the <laughs> most psychotic <laughs> profile. Yeah, well, I'm saying like that. that that's that's uh, it gives off some uh, bad bad juju. I'm texting her. I just read this out loud on a podcast. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is Missy gonna ever so, come on the show or no? Yeah, she's there's there is a episode based on online dating, and she's coming okay, for that one. Perfect. Season four. Look forward mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. That's a preview of the stuff you'll have to look forward to. We'll do like uh, after season two. We'll do like uh, here's what's coming up next season. <laughs> Matt Gagan. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So Winston and Schmidt's whole storyline is just they're going to try to find a way to ruin the date. As you said, Ron Funches shows up in a cameo as the worst thing that's ever happened on Winston's date. And he's singing um, Father Figure by George Michael. Um, and so they decide to recreate it. Felipe says, what's your favorite George Michael song? Uh, isn't he Faith? Isn't he uh, You Gotta Have yeah. Faith, the original? Yeah. Okay, yep. so that's like the one I know. That's the answer. I mm-hmm. mean, then this whole thing, I mean, there's physical comedy. There's Schmidt, outside Dave ends up like going into their house to, in exchange for what he's going to do to Justin Nick's date. He ends up locking himself in the bathroom. Schmidt goes through the skylight, which inexplicably exists in their bathroom. And uh, outside Dave starts shaving his leg. I think we both agree this didn't really work. No. No, the whole, uh, the whole homeless uh, storyline is really bad. Um, Missy's laughing that I read this and said, it's deranged. Yes, it is. All right. So back at the date, they do this push-pull. Um, do you know the... Is it a date? Is it not? Uh, actually, Go I'm not going to say it. It's too, it's too tacky. I can't even say it. Go ahead. Say it. No, it actually... No, I don't... It's... Whatever. I'll, it's, I'll write down the timestamp and I'll edit it out if I agree. Allie from the editing room. I agreed. And you thought this was tacky? That was your hesitation? Not like tacky, but it's like, I don't want to like accuse this guy of being like, I don't know. All right, let's move swiftly on. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yeah, I mean, Russell shows up, right? And there's some tension there. I I didn't realize how sort of tense their breakup would have ended. It almost felt like if you remember... Jess and Russell ended because Russell was just kind of at another phase of his life and Jess wanted sort of this like will they won't they energy and wanted the complicated but passionate relationship and he was sort of over that phase. So I didn't think they left in any sort of crazy contentious way for him to come in with such like negative energy towards Jess and Nick being together, particularly with how much Nick loved um Russell, it's not like a Sam situation. Like Nick never got in the way. He loved them together. Yeah, it's interesting. And like Russell's whole thing with like he's there with his ex girlfriend. What's her opinion on this whole scenario? Like, who are these people? His new girlfriend. With his new with his new girl. Well, he's there with his new girlfriend, and he's meeting his ex girlfriend, and he's very invested in ex girlfriend's relationship with her roommate. The whole thing is bizarre. She never speaks. I don't know who she is. The actress like never speaks once. I don't know if. Russell, I don't know why Russell's in this episode just for this very random cameo. Like, is he going to show up again this season? Right? It's weird that they're like, let's get Russell for this. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I kind of thought this could have played out on its own in the tension of two people who don't really know what what they are to each other. I liked when they take the pressure off and they go to the bar and they're just kind of having that meta conversation about attraction that I think when you get to a comfortable place, you're like, remember when you said that and I did this? Like, now it's out in the open that they like each other. And then they decide to naturally progress to having dinner. I don't know that Russell needed to come ruin this. I would have been happier with a scene with more of Winston and Schmidt doing something or a CC storyline. I agree that Russell, like, wasn't needed here. Yeah, it's a little strange, but maybe we'll see uh, Dermot uh, again in one of the next few episodes. If anything, it's just another reason to stop them from going all the way here right. uh, into the relationship. Uh, but Chloe G wants to know, uh, does Russell retroactively move down the boyfriend rankings for being annoying in this episode? I don't. I don't. I thought I knew someone was going to ask this. I, I, I think not really. It, it gets to be a wasteland below him anyway, you know. 
there aren't a lot of winners below him that it's... <laughs> yeah i kind of think jess and nick were the crazy people here like at the point i think he's like a little smarmy but okay sometimes running into your ex is weird particularly if you think like oh like maybe this she really wanted him the whole time mm-hmm. um but then they like come and kick them out of the table and then they chase him out. He doesn't, maybe the line should have been stronger to me when he says like, I have no opinion. Like you don't know what you are to each other. Or for, I guess he says, you two are really something. And that boggles them so much that they have to storm out and chase him and demand that they understand what he meant by that. I thought that was like kind of on them more than it was on Russell. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. So write down what you are to each other. Uh, Kelly says, what do you think they wrote uh, to each other? Oof. I think they're going to end up, it's going to be a sweet thing in the next few episodes, and it's going to be the same thing. So Soulmate. My only, Soulmate. So you think we are going to find out what they wrote? I do, but now you're making me think that I, we won't. And you think it's going to be next episode? No, before the end of the season, because there's like four episodes left. Okay. We're in end of season mode. Like, every, like last week, you know... Her, his dad dying and then it's uh which doesn't get addressed again this episode it comes up then it's like the uh first date and then um I, I think we are in full like every episode is like a blockbuster you know big commercial this week on new girl blah 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 blah. yeah it's a liquidation sale everything must go and everything must be wrapped up mm-hmm. a liquidation um, sale okay I would say based on like my read on what Russell reacts to is like it's so I guess either the interpretation is he's reacting like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. They're on very different pages and someone wrote Soulmate and someone wrote like Slam Piece and I don't actually want to come between them. Or they both wrote like, I love her, I love him. And he's like being a jealous guy and not wanting to come. Right. That, like those are, I think, the only because he has a negative reaction and shuts, shuts down the conversation. Uh yeah, I don't. You so I don't, now you're making me think maybe we never find out what what uh what's happening there. I don't Akiva, know. Akiva, people constantly write to me at how good I am at misdirecting you and not. I know, I know you're good. I know you're good. But now I'm, I'm all <laughs> so over. I'm all over the you, map, baby. You shouldn't read into like the meta of what you think I would say if it were the truth. Like I'm truly just interpreting, and I think a big part of the reason I'm able to do that is I haven't watched New Girl in a year. Like, I, I stopped rewatching it for the podcast, so I only go an episode at a time. Yeah, I did that with Seinfeld. All right. Well, so well. we may find out. We may not find out. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and Jess have another, like, highly sexually charged moment. This, though, I really the, – the tension really got to me. I wrote in my notes, ooh, <laughs> like a scally ooh. Uh-huh. That was a good scally ooh. It was a good moment, I thought. There was some good vibes mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it gets pretty intense, but you also like know as a viewer they're not going to the same room at the end. They will not let the storyline die. They it's need wild to, like... how sex-crazed you are, Akiva. Like, you oh need them to God. go to the same room for there to be buzz? Well, I don't know how they could do it without being in the same room. Do what? Well, that's the whole point. It's The whole thing is will they or won't they? Will they or won't they what? They're building a relationship. They're building a foundation. They yes, but they're not zoom dating to the yet. Bedroom? I don't. I don't. Well, I don't mean they have to like smash. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I like they're not even kissing in this scene, right? Like they're like they're. You know what I mean? It's it's um, it, it, they're just playing out the will they won't they as long as possible. Yeah, I'm fine if like, they do nothing. They're, don't don't pin this on me. I'm fine if there's no relationship at all. <laughs> but I don't think that's the direction we're heading. I'd happy you know no relationship, George. The rest of the se- the rest of the series. We're just all, you know, everyone's single. Yeah, it's also a little weak that, like, the result of this Russell write down what you think and reveal situation ends in just sort of, like, pulling back, kind of as a trap, right? It's like, well, let's stay apart from each other. Let's not be physical. Let's, like, totally walk the other way if we can't, like, have a conversation about this, which is sort of insane. It's not like she's putting herself out there and then um, – he's not able to discuss like they had a good time on the date until like Russell showed up. I don't know why this would end it for them, but I do think Nick's uh, unauthorized boob grab is really what brings them back to exactly where we started this episode. Yes. Yeah. We really tied the whole uh, room together. 
All right, let's get to the guide. Uh, mm-hmm. tr- Producer Kelly says Tran is back. Fancy Man's back. Kiwi guide, will we see them again? Yes. Once we're seeing Tran twice, it's the rule threes. Yeah, we will see him. That is not the rule threes. We will see him many more times. What about and Big Russ? Big Russ, Fancy Man, he will be back in the picture. We have not seen the last of Big Russ. I think before you said we had. Yeah, but now I'm going, you know, now it's like once we see him trying to again. Remember. Yeah, it's like we're, there are certain points like, oh, you could leave on that note, but we're not leaving on this note. Um, oh, I forgot to do the second prank. The other prank was uh, that we did see. I did a great prank where he was like, we didn't get to see. Akiva was like, we didn't get to see what they wrote to each other. And I was like, Keeve, you didn't see that part? He was like, wait, you saw it? And I was like, yeah, after Ron Funches dances again, they show it. Yeah, and he thought, it. Yeah, you, you, did, you did prank me. And it was also, I thought you were going to be like, oh, do you even watch these episodes? I thought you were going to get annoyed at me. I was going to prank you again and and do more here, but I'm not going to. Let's. <laughs> Uh, talk about who won the episode. You want to mm-hmm. hear from producer Kelly and Matt Please. Stewart? Please, PK, what's up? Producer All Kelly, right. big plug, uh, she is coming on 32 Fans this week to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Love it. And Ian came. I, yes. I, I have always said that I could create a podcast network with just the cast of characters in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad you're getting some use the out of them. The extended Lasher universe, the ELU, is coming over to 32 <laughs> ELU, Fans. ELU, I love that. The LCU, the, the Lasher the la- Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did Ian do? He, he Ian was, was great. A little, he wasn't bummed, but he was like, Chester wasn't there. I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've done a lot with Chester's been busy with work or or driving people to across borders. Um, everyone should listen to Chester's border story. What what episode? I think that's in the New York Giants episode. It okay, is so it wild. No, it's just the beginning, I think. It's, trust me, it's worth listening. You could skip the football talk. Oh, want to hear what me and... Um, but maybe I will listen to the, the football podcast because you know what Melissa and I have cooked up for the fall. What? We are out there, baby. Wherever are there's tr- a TV outside on yeah. Sundays, we're there. We're going to go to Jets bars. We're going to go to Giants bars. We're going to go to Cowboys bars. We'll go to Chiefs bars. We're out there, baby. Well, guys are not going to pay attention to you if they're at a bar to watch Wrong. a game. Wrong. Wrong. We'll get there early. We'll stay there late. <laughs> Well, it's like, guess what? I, you know, I want to be a football widow for the next 15 weeks. Uh, what a dream. What an absolute goddamn <laughs> it's dream. It's true. Yeah, go be ahead. left alone Miss- by a man. Then Missy and I can do the same shit we do every Sunday, which is just the two of us going out all day. It's true. But now a man's paying for it. No, I mean, we go separately without them. I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, how do you like that as a plan? I do like it. No, I like it a lot. I think it's good. Now, I think like plus I like going to bars, drinking beer, eating mozzarella sticks and watching football. So if yeah. I don't meet any guys. I don't really care. Melissa I mean, will be mad, but I don't care. <laughs> well, would you do it for college also? Or do you think that's a worse clientele? So I would do it for college in that I am more. What team? Here, let's in- let's actually can we plan this out now? Yeah, yeah, but hold on. I'm more interested in college football, like going to the Michigan game or going to Northwestern game. You also have something automatic to talk about because you will have a – like more than I would just have a random connection with a Jets fan, right? Like you usually went to the school or your family member went to the school. Mm -hmm. But I think that's young – excuse me, younger in a way we're not interested in. True. And – uh, or it could Saturday be. Saturday like, is a less appealing day than yeah, Sunday. I hear you. And it's the Shabbos. You're not, you're not going out and watching football anyway. But it's like, yeah, let's right. say there's 20. Yeah, I agree. It's like some 26-year-old Michigan guy. That's like best case scenario or Northwestern, whatever. Mm, the, yeah. So I, I hear your plan, but let's, let's pretend like that's a good plan for a second or like you'll try it once. Because I think this is, this is probably one of your stupid drills. Like this is, this is a good drill. The I've never once had a stupid drill. You, no, oh, we, we lost the audio, by the way, on the precipice of one of my best, most successful drills ever, where I lied to get a second date. Oh. But you lost the audio, so. Mm-hmm. He, never underestimate the power of a good lie. Wait, hello? Did I, I lose you again? That. No, we, I keep saying, well, it's like late, <laughs> so if I like, like trying to get, catch my train of thought, like I do the well alone. The... <laughs> Allie dying from the editing room. Is that landing? Like, I think I'm only really appreciating this the second time. But Akiba is saying hello, like our audio cut out. But he's just talking to himself because his brain cut out. <laughs> it's Akiba at work just going to himself. Wait, hello, hello, did I lose you? And it's just him to himself. I'm sorry, this is extremely gratuitous. I'm like in the editing room, but I cannot stop laughing. what school okay you're gonna go to one bar like you're you're gonna do this on football sunday if you're gonna try it once on college football saturday what's the 
college other than the school you went to. So Michigan, I guess, okay. and Northwestern. Well, I think Michigan would be a great one, honestly. But you went there. Like, well, let's let's think outside the box for a second. Like, so there's I have a no options. Yeah, because like the real like if you're like, ooh, find a guy from like Yale. Well, there's no Yale football no, bar. No, I probably. have the answer. I have an answer already. Okay, I'm excited. The answer is either, like, uh, uh, sadly. Like an Ohio State or a Michigan State to play the angle of the like the rival. Ah, okay. And that's I, th- I thought you were gonna go with like someone who's like well adjusted and you're not gonna have to support. You're going in a different direction of like really what are you, I'm say- you would need to stop talking shit about like I'm not looking for school rankings. I'm looking for Oh, I know you're not, but I just think it's like, well, what is your dream college guy is basically my no, question. No, no, no. This is it's all about the conversation you'll have there. I like to okay. be two steps ahead. It's not like, oh, okay. where do I think what college will produce the best guy? Like, yeah. God, please. None. The answer is no college ever. <laughs> there are no trash. good men. Yeah, true. So, no. Okay. My answer is Yeshiva. Um, is there a football no, it's no. B- believe me, the person I know from Yeshiva is no prince, and it's not. I'm not <laughs> talking about you. Oh yeah, I know you're talking. Okay. Anyway, I think the answer is Rutgers, and here's why. Okay. Because one, quantity of people, yes. but not two, quantity of sports fans. Exactly. Lack of interest in, so they'll be there, but they'll be willing to talk to you. Yeah, and by like November, it's like, oh, is the season still on? Who cares? But no, early, they'll go the apple early days, it's like, you. they might be there, mm-hmm. and then they'll, like, be floating around interested in seeing who else is there because they don't really care about the game. It's sort of, that's sort of the Northwestern energy of the football watching. Yes. Yeah, and then it's like, we're down 28-3, all right, I'm just going to start talking to some girls. And probably, like, a high proportion of Jewish people. Mm-hmm. I think this is good. I think those are the right answers. Do you have any yeah. tips for us? Any better answers? No, any I think teams? that's, I would what never have gone Rutgers. Teams? Yeah, oh, so pro teams... It's like, I mean, do you want to move to, like, L.A.? I, well, they don't have any they're fans. They're already in New York. Like, what are you talking about? They're I know, in New York. I know, but, like, maybe these people go back, like. Nah, 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 nah. What about, do you like people from Denver? What about a Broncos bar? Okay. Melissa and I were going to go to Denver on vacation for, like, a month mm-hmm. during the pandemic. I like how we're on the same, we're on the same wavelength here, really. Yeah, Broncos could be good. I don't know that there are, like, Broncos bars, but maybe if, like, the there Broncos is, no, are there playing, is. Every, the Jets every, or the Giants. Every NFL team has a, bar, has a bar in the city, and if one doesn't, it's, like, the L.A. teams that don't have any fans anymore or the Jaguars. The, there are probably five Broncos bars in there. All right, what I need you to do is produce a list of these bars for me. Have you your 32 give me fans a, people on yes, this. Give me a team. I will, I will give no, you No, I want to know all the teams. I'm going to know all the bars and all the teams. I will, I'm worth, sure there's. Yes, I I'm sure there is a list somewhere I will find it for you. Because because I think what. But that's a good choice, like a right? Jets, you, do the you Jets like... play the Broncos? Or are they in different divisions? They're in the same conference. They're in different divisions. I don't think the Jets play the Bron- uh, Broncos this year. We played them last year. We lost to freaking Ugh, Brett Ripley. All right, forget it. I don't have another year. Let's move on. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need the Jets to play them. I'm telling you, there's Broncos bars. Oh, yeah, the Jets. Like, then what am I doing here? Like, oh, no, the Jets my, do play the Broncos. I'm sorry. They play the Broncos. My Orthodox mom told me on, to they, find a Broncos fan. The Jets play the Broncos on your Orthodox mom's birthday on September 26th. Okay, that's a Sunday. I like this. This is. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be. Well, doing that. yeah, it's not. Yeah, almost all football games are on a Sunday, so you're. No, you're I know. I was there. just thinking out loud. All right. <laughs> no, don't they have like Thursday night football? They do, but it's not for the free. Actually, the Jets and Broncos did play on Thursday night last year, so that's a good point. All right, so let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a little Garner minute. Yes. And I'm going to set the timer. Do you think if I set it for 45 seconds, anyone would notice? What, Just no, kidding. Yeah, people want that full 60 seconds of Garner talk. All right. Well, here we go. So a lot of people have been asking me, hey, you know, you've really been updating us on the Garner social media scene. But what are, like, the projects that Jay Garns has in the hopper? Like, what you know, we, we saw yesterday she'll probably be nominated for an Oscar for that. One of the great films of our time. I, I like, what is Garner up to next, right? And so I have the answer. It was just announced this week. The Adam Project is a sci-fi movie, uh, and it's going to star Ryan Reynolds. Is this the one with my guy? Yeah, this is the one with your guy, but it just got announced that it's, it's Netflix, the, they, Netflix is going to uh, release it in a few months, probably like in January. It's Ryan Reynolds, Jay Garns, and Jay Garns is married to, or at least has a kid with, and their kid is Ryan Reynolds, Ruffalo, Mark, your boy, Mark Ruffalo. Oh my God, Ruffalo and and Garns are playing parents to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Is like, that the sci-fi aspect? <laughs> and Zoe Saldana is in it. Catherine Keener. We, I think I think that week we're just gonna have to like not do oh. New Girl. Well, 
We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to. Do I have to look project. into that because I'm very interested. That was a great, exciting Gardner minute. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have an additional, at least one review. I don't know if I read the other one. Did I read? I think I read Draper Eleven, and then Bianca Olsen. Thank you. A lot of people finding us uh, who don't know us, who are just finding us through New Girl. So thank you for dealing with us. And our uh, inside moments here, uh, we appreciate it. You could always leave us questions. That's plugged at Lash Tweets. You could check uh, me out with Brian Cohen, a past and future guest of NGOG, on the Challenge or Hap Up at robinswebsite.com slash challenge iTunes. You could check out Kiwi. You know, is the Renap buzz gone in that, like, I used to know just by Twitter, like, what the next episode is. And, like, I don't even know oh, to plug geez. it. What a, what a freaking backhanded diss. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, I know it. 32 fans is up too. They're the reason for the season, baby. Check out producer Kelly. Mm-hmm. Check out Ian's episode talking about the Cowboys. Uh, check out all the great uh, fans talking with you and sometimes Chester previewing the football season. If you want to be out there meeting people, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. You check them out at 32 fans. And then what's the latest rap? Oh, we did Star Trek. So maybe there, that's why there wasn't so much tweeting about this. One. All right, live long and prosper, prosper, people. Keep I didn't even know that. Yeah. Season two, episode 22. Ooh, two, 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 two. Bachelorette party. Is it just going to be the two of us, or is there a guest? Well, if Chesty wants to come, he can come. Oh, don't call him Chesty. But we have the Jewish holiday, so we're going to try. It, it, probably not. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he wanted to come <laughs> on this Chester famously, not Chesty. Jewish. Uh, not Jewish. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, what guest? And we could go, 10 seconds, we could get it under an hour here. Bachelorette party. I'm assuming this is Cece's bachelorette party. We will see next week on New Girl, Old Guy. My pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog.